baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. is a choice. This is Battleground America. Here's Tara Servatius. A key inflation report just released. All right, let's read it together. Consumer prices jumped, wow, 7.5% over the year. That's up, I think, 4%, 0.4% from where it was left, where we left off last time. It's the highest in 40 years. 40 years. Last month alone, prices were up 0.6%. Let's bring in Charles Payne, host of Making Money. There's a consequence when you spend a whole lot of money. It's like going out and partying all night. It's a lot of fun when you're knocking them back. It's a lot of fun when you're laughing with your friends. But when the bill comes due, when the hangover comes, it's not as much fun. And many times people say, if I had to do it all over again, I wouldn't do it the same way. People talk about the supply chain. People talk about energy prices. People talk about that 1.9 trillion, the right. so-called rescue package that rescued, I don't know what, but he refers to it all the time. Larry Summers says that is going to fuel inflation. And people got mad at him on the yeah. left. Of those factors I mentioned, did I leave anything out? And what do you want to underline? Uh, Larry Summers warned. It's not that he, he, he talked about it after the fact. Let's, let's give him props. He, he begged the administration not to do this. We're talking about one of the top Democrat uh, economists. He begged them not to do this. He said this would be the consequence. He was right. Uh, but the war on fossil fuels, I think, is even a bigger self-inflicted wound. We are blessed to have this fuel under our feet uh, that we learn how to get out uh, in different ways. And, and it, it is the number one thing that's hurting people. When you go to fill up your car or when you want to heat up your home, it, it's a self-inflicted wound. We need to call off the war against fossil fuels. President Biden could do that today. He can't take back all the, all the stimmy checks he sent out, but he can do that today. Charles Payne is right. You'll hear belly aching from the Biden people. Oh, there's nothing we could do. It sucks, you know, COVID caused this. Okay, yeah, but there is a big part of it you could do something about right now. That's a 60% increase in gasoline prices. But they won't lift a finger as Americans suffer. And remember, those prices not only affect the price of the pump, which is devastating, they affect the price of all the goods that have to be transported over our roads. It's really all kind of jaw-dropping if you think about it. I mean, Joe Biden is cratering. It is a literal political emergency for the left. He just reached an RCP polling average of under 40, which means all of his approval ratings are coming in under 40 now. And the top thing hurting him is inflation. And here's what he could do right away. A lot of people don't understand what exactly it is that he's doing that's hurting us. And this is part of the problem in terms of, hey, there's one thing we can fix right now. We can't fix all the monopoly money the Democrats dumped into the economy. That's going to hurt prices for a couple of years to come. But boy, knocking back the clock on gasoline, on oil prices would really, really help people. But here's why the prices are so high. Right now, we're at an all-time high with Russian imports. We have never ever imported more Russian oil than we are right now. Why is that? Well, 
America's energy dominance under Trump. Do you remember the fanfare when energy, when America came, became the world's number one exporter of oil? It was it was amazing. It was like a miracle because remember we were supposed to run out of oil, and the opposite happened. Well, panic ensued with OPEC. And I mean, at one point, folks, I mean, it, it still gave me it gave me chills at the time, still does. At one point, Texas alone was so dominant because of its mom and pop frackers that it could set world energy prices. The state of Texas alone had the capacity to produce so much oil, it became more powerful than OPEC, the OPEC cartel plus Russia, in dictating energy prices. The U.S. was totally in the driver's seat in terms of what energy prices would be. Uh, and again, the, like just as like I said, Texas alone, they could cut back uh, or open the spigot. There was no need whatsoever to grovel on your knees as Biden recently did, begging OPEC to cut prices when he's the rain, main reason they can raise them. That's how much power this gave us, so much power that Donald Trump based his entire foreign policy on it. It was peace through prosperity, peace through wealth, and then projecting that power based largely on energy out to the world. Okay, well, what happened? Well, Russia and OPEC freaked. They freaked out. And they did the only play they could do. And I remember laughing at them on the air at the time. They turned the spigot all the way open. A veritable flood of oil in the market. And the goal was simple. To kill off the mom and pop frackers. To take away Texas's dominance. Because at this point, again, Texas was as powerful as OPEC. In terms of setting prices. I mean, we'd broken the back of the world cartel. uh, Oil cartel. I, I declared it on the air. All right, so they turn up the spigot, both of them, uh, but Russia led the way on this uh, all the way. What happens? The price of a barrel of oil comes way down, right? And Russia wasn't wrong about this. The mom and pop frackers start going out of business or consolidating. In fact, right around half of them either went out of business or consolidated um, to to survive the very low prices. Because at one point, I mean, we were down around $20 a barrel, right? But here's the takeaway. The consumer won. They won at the pump, and then they won, um, you know, on the prices of everything else. I mean, it was absolutely awesome. All right, well, then what happened? Well, what always happens uh, in the market? The prices start going back up because the the frackers are offline. Well, what happened after that was COVID. So the demand went down because people aren't driving, right? That kept gas prices really low. The mom and pop frackers under Trump weren't able to come back online, and they were sitting around waiting. Everybody was waiting. And they figured Trump would win another term. We'd be done with COVID. And the mom and pops would come right back online. Uh, They would buy the oil wells, which never went anywhere. Uh, They're just idle. They're still sitting here today. Idle. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. But then Biden won. And here's what happened. He immediately began his war in court to keep federal leases from being sold. Well, um, 
most 10 percent uh, and 20 percent of our oil and natural gas comes off of those federal leases and that was taken right off the table here's the problem you can't you can't get loans to open up new leases and wells um and to keep some of the wells up and running as you're doing exploration and things like this when um the Biden administration is in court at war uh, with those leases, uh, trying to take them away and shut them down. They went to war with offshore leases. And let me tell you what the signal is there to the mom and pops. Wow, this is just year one. He's going to come after the private leases by year two and year three. And they're right about that. So they can't get financing to open those wells. And on top of that, they don't want to spend their own money. It's way too risky. So the wells end up artificially idled we're in a true free market uh, where the democrat is not fighting oil production uh, these wells are becoming right back online why because the price is so high it's basic market economics so what biden could do and it wouldn't even cost them anything what biden could do right now is come out and say you know what um we, we, we've got to tackle inflation the best way to do that is to end the war on energy um so i'm going to drop all of my lawsuits uh, trying to block the federal releases I'm going to drop all of it. I'm going to do whatever it takes to support um, the small frackers who gave us worldwide energy dominance and made us the world's number one exporter. And I'm going to back them. Almost immediately, what you would see is OPEC plus Russia drop those prices again. Uh, Maybe precipitously. They might well turn the spigot all the way open to do what? Um, To try to keep the mom and pop frackers offline. Whatever the case and however that uh, skirmish ended. And, and, and when, when those frackers go offline, you know what happens? We have an explosion of technology that allows cheaper and cheaper and cheaper fracking. Um, because now you've got to figure out how to make a profit with a $20 barrel of oil, right? Well, in the meantime, as all this is going on, the American consumer wins. Business is open. Um, it's a huge cut in inflation. Prices come down. They know this in the White House. I don't know if Joe knows what planet he's on, but they know this. And so they won't do the one thing it would take to fight this. And that is astonishing, given their poll numbers. I mean, they, they, ran, they, could, they could even fake it through the midterms. Gasoline prices would come down very quickly because, again, OPEC would open the spigot uh, and, you know, flood the market to keep the mom and pops offline. And yet, this is what's so fascinating to watch, y'all. Even to save themselves, the Democrats are so damn hell-bent on the destruction of this country. And the key way to do it, they know, is through energy that they won't even save themselves by pretending that they are going to lower fuel prices through the midterms. I mean, folks, at some point, you have to look at this as psychological, as just narcissistic, complete self-destruction, not just of a country, but of themselves. Because the truth is that anything that hurts America and especially anything that hurts capitalism by jacking up the prices and causing misery is a win for the Democrats. They do not fear economic collapse. They fear economic prosperity much more. So this is why you have this bizarre economic situation that we have not seen in my lifetime of a record level of Russian imports at really high prices that are breaking the back of the American consumer and continue going up, by the way. And there's no um, additional 
Wells coming online. Normally, they'd be coming online right and left and go as fast as they can because, uh, you know, you want to get out there where the prices are still high, make as much profit as possible, but they can't move. And there is one person standing in their way, and it is Joe Biden. It is Joe Biden. And when you put this together with the other shocking things that he has done, green lighting the Nord 2 pipeline. So clearly the guy doesn't care about climate change while acting to block the Israeli pipeline into Europe. In other words, ensuring that Vladimir Putin has supremacy in energy (laughs) everywhere. Terra Servatius. Please subscribe on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Share with friends, family, and other free thinkers. Thanks for listening. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.